Hey, friends and fans. It's game day. That sounded like the line from Groundhog Day. It really did. It <laughs> as soon really as I delivered did. it, I was like, <laughs> It's cold out there. It's cold every day. Um, Buck Celtics tonight at Pfizer Forum. Did you hear, guys, that they are, like, capping off the Deer District at, wait for it, wait for it, 11,000 people? Mm-hmm. Chewy, you gotta get down there. Make sure you get there early, too. You don't want to be left out, you know, outside looking in. You gotta make sure you get in there. This is going to be the quintessential Milwaukee summer moment, right? And we're not even in summer yet. But this is when you get a little nice weather, you get a little game to gather around. You're gonna see everyone from all corners of the state showing up, I think, to celebrate, to gallivant outside of Pfizer Forum today for Bucks Celtics game six, chance to send the Celtics home and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Perfect storm. Where, I mean, start with Bucks and Six, right? So it's game six. People love the Bucks and Six stuff. I love the Bucks and Six stuff. So they want to go. It's a Friday. So to your point, Jen, if, if you live in Madison, if you live in Appleton, if you, you're just a huge Bucks fan, you don't got to worry about work tomorrow. Come on down. And we have finally hit some nice damn weather in this city. I won't even watch. You want to hang out in your district tonight, no, you and me, buddy? I won't even watch. I have a dinner. I don't know if there's TVs there. I already know what's going to happen. Go to restaurants whoa, whoa, whoa. without televisions. <laughs> yeah. So they're not sports bars then. Uh, what do you mean you already know what's going Oh. Yeah. Did he speak for you? No chewing. Yeah, he did. He said he can tell everyone. It doesn't matter. Well, that what's was happening? very nice. I wonder what the distinction was between last week where you I could only know. tell Ashton until after the fact. I, re- I think it was the Himalayan salt. Box and six. Box by three. <laughs> it was the Himalayan salt, I think. So did, well, did you do like a little... you for some reason. <gasps> really? So don't let Gabe know. <laughs> now, knowing that there's a game seven, though, are you less nervous about tonight? Wait, no. wait, wait. Knowing uh... that there could be a game seven. Could... Yes, no? No, because because if there's a game seven, then I'm just going to become a complete wreck. Like, especially if the fourth quarter goes the way the last three fourth quarters have gone and it's just a complete free-for-all and who knows what could happen and big comebacks and people hitting shots. Who knows? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take a breath. Take a breath. Gabe? Inhale. So to answer your question, do I have a wreck? Really? I am. Uh, well, it, listen, it sounds like maybe you could put his mind at ease here with a little information that a little birdie <laughs> told you. Yeah, it's done. What's what's going to happen is back and forth, up by five, down by six, up by nine, down by three. In the end, it gets to the fourth quarter, eight minutes left. They go up by 12, and they just never. Whoa! A fourth quarter for the ages! You did it, huh? Did it. If we get a fourth quarter where the Bucks can just cruise. Let me ask you this. That would be great for my sleep tonight. It's not even the Easter Conference Finals. Why are you so jacked? Because this feels like, to me, it feels like the Celtics are a tougher team than the Heat. Really? So the Heat are waiting there. The Heat closed out the Sixers, in which, by the way, one of my favorite NBA traditions has really become the Sixers getting bounced in the second round and then throwing each other under the bus. So much shart and fart right now. Trust the process, everybody. Just trust the process. Uh, But it it feels like if they win this series, they've got such a great opportunity, kind of like last year, where once they beat... The Nets, 
you knew they had a really good chance of beating the Hawks. Obviously, then Giannis got injured, and that got a little more hairy, but then they ended up winning in that series in six games uh, before winning the finals in six. But it just feels like if they can get past this test, they've got a really good chance to go back to the finals. Well, there was some talk that maybe Chris Middleton might be back for this series for Game 6 or Game 7 if necessary. It sounds like he will not. He is out for tonight's game. And again, theoretically, the hope is that there is no Game 7 so that we don't even have to address that. I believe that Woj said, though, that there is a possibility of him being back for the Eastern Conference Finals, which is a good thing because the Bucks won Game 5, so maybe you could convince yourself, argue with yourself, have a conversation that maybe you don't need Chris Middleton if he can get a few extra days to get healthy, that's a good thing. But last year was karma. Good karma? Yes. Last year was karma because the Nets were better. Okay, Kyrie gets hurt, Harden pulls a hamstring, Nets are a better team. Wait, were they better one through five though, or were they just better they were just one better. and two? If if those one, guys two, three. if those guys are completely healthy, I don't think the Bucks win. Last year. You're right. What what explain who's your three? Well, because they had Harden. Kennedy. I was not going to put him in the top three. I mean, Harden healthy last year. This year, this year Harden. Yeah. Okay, because I was going to say the wheels fell off with Harden. Yes. I saw a fantastic yeah. tweet this morning that said the irony of the 76ers. You saw the same <laughs> yeah, tweet. See, okay, yeah. great. Okay, but but when Ben Simmons wouldn't take a shot, so they get Harden because thinking he'll take the shots, and then he doesn't take the shot down the stretch. Do you think that? The Sixers are happy with the fact that P.J. Tucker and James Harden had the same number of shots last night. Which is weird. For I am. PJ, I'm happy about it. P.J. Tucker had nine shots and so did James Harden. No, but Harden. You, do That's you guys wild. agree with me? Absolutely last year, wild. Last year was karma. But Harden, yeah, Harden was much this better last year. year this this year. year, I think they're just better. So, I mean, I, this game is definitely over in six, probably five, if Middleton's healthy. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. Right? Yeah, but again, as currently constructed, I think has to always be the caveat when you have these conversations. I think if you go one through five, Bucks are better than the Celtics with Chris Middleton. When you lose Chris Middleton, it gets a little closer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it gets it gets yeah. dicey. I mean, can I be honest with you? I can argue with myself back and forth about which team is actually better without Chris Middleton. I could have a, a days long argument with myself about that. But I, I, I still don't want to get ahead of myself because, again, while it feels like things are lining up, the last three fourth quarters have been so damn wild that I don't want to take anything for granted. Just be like, oh, okay, yep, they're going to go in, they're going to roll, they're going to win game six, and then they're going to get ready for the Eastern Conference Finals game one in Miami Tuesday night. Like, there's still business that needs to be done. And I, I understand Giannis is going to make sure that the team stays focused because that was the first thing that he said in his press conference on Wednesday night is that they, you know, hey, job's not done yet. But there's still, I mean, there's a lot of fight, I think, still left in this Celtics team. It's not like ah. the, the 76ers. I would say that, Gabe, if this was the Eastern, Eastern Conference Finals, but they still have another hurdle. The hurdles at times just get to be too much. You know what I'm saying? But it's I mean, not- but I'll go back to the San Francisco game, T.O. game. He just lose juice. You know what I mean? I mean, if the stars all lined up, yeah, maybe we could have got the Super Bowl, but you're like, all right, we beat San Francisco, then we got to go to Minnesota, right? Or no, we had to go to Atlanta, then Minnesota, who yeah. crushed us twice in the regular season. So your psyche's like, yeah, we can win this. Yeah. 
It's just not. There. Are you saying because they won last year, there's a little bit of that? Because I, I, otherwise, I think that these guys are still hungry. No, I think I'm saying still from the Celtics' standpoint. Oh, thank you. Because I thought you were talking about the Bucks. No, the Celtics. The Celtics are going to come out swinging, but if there's any adversity, especially later they'll in the fold game, up their tents. yeah, I just think they'll fold their. Do tents. you get the impression though that the league is respecting what the Bucks have done? I mean, the fact that they have just gutted their way to these victories over the Celtics without Chris Middleton, arguably their second best player, because I think that Drew at times can be a, a 2A, 2B type of thing there behind Giannis because Chris, oh Chris, because Rich Eisen made this argument on his show, the Rich Eisen show on Peacock on Thursday. Take a listen. And the Bucks phrase of fear the deer. Does anybody really fear the deer? Does anybody literally in the NBA fear the deer? They may fear Giannis. They may fear Giannis, but not last year on the free throw line. I didn't fear him. May not fear his mid-range shooting or three-point shooting, they certainly fear him when he's face-up on you. (laughs) That's when you certainly fear him. But last night's win, last night's win in Boston, for the first time, you're beginning to see the stamp of this team or the formation of it that you should fear this team because they're going to come up with a way to beat you. Yeah, they're without their second. Who do you, then? If you don't fear the deer, then who do you fear? I mean, the Suns in Dallas are going seven. Who saw that coming? I did not. You know, even the Sixers. I mean, the Heat are a better team than the Sixers, and that went what six? Six. Come on! I mean, they're they're up on the Celtics without their second best player, right? So when he comes back against Miami, I would fear the deer. There seems to be, I think, a a comparison for Giannis to Tim Duncan that kind of floats around in terms of how they're they're not the biggest superstar, but they're really good, right? Like, and Giannis is the best player in the league. Tim Duncan won a couple MVPs as well, but it may, it just makes me wonder. Like hearing that, didn't, when when the Spurs were going through their run and winning championships, they never went back to back. But I mean, they won four championships over the course of 10, 11 years. Did anybody fear those Spurs teams? Nah. Because they probably should have. They were really good. Yeah. But because they maybe were a little bit more quiet, the way the Bucks are kind of quiet, I don't know if they were necessarily feared. And I, th- I just see parallels there. If you don't fear the deer, you're an idiot. Yes. You're a moron. Correct. You're a moron franchise. You're a moron team. You're a moron league if you don't fear the deer as a collective. Because, to Chewie's point, they're winning these games without their second best player in Chris Middleton. They're winning these games because Giannis is the unicorn. He is one of one. He is the best player in the league. I don't care what the MVP voting ends up saying. If you don't fear the deer, it's because you're lying to yourself. If you don't fear the deer, it's, it's a begrudging thing. Look, and I'll bring it back to myself. There are times where I see other women in the industry and I'm like... She's not that good. She's not that good. She's not that good. Why do they keep... She's not that good. And then I'm like, oh, dang, she's really good. Good. <laughs> right? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you did, I, that yeah. happens. I understand. So if people are out there doing it, it's they're falling into that trap. Because to say that Giannis isn't one of the biggest superstars game, and I understand the narrative, but it's just wrong. No, I mean... Like, He's a he's a universal worldwide superstar. His reach extends beyond the United States, beyond the NBA market. Yeah, and it was kind of the same thing with Tim Duncan. Again, Tim Duncan won a couple MVPs. He won five championships, but because he was a quieter superstar, like Giannis doesn't yeah. get in your face. I mean, in the game certainly he can get in your face, but off the court, like he's a lot more quiet. But he's Duncan, a lot more Duncan wasn't as intimidating. Physically, no, but Tim Duncan... No, Tim Duncan was an unbelievable player, but 
I mean, the thing about Giannis is like, hey, we got to stop Giannis. Good luck. Now it's not even stop. Hey, look, we got to contain Giannis while we can. Well, well, and while I agree with what you're saying, because I will yeah. never, ever disparage Tim Duncan, no. right? I don't think that if you asked a bunch of random people, start naming the best players, how many would you have to rattle off before you get to Tim Duncan? In the history of the NBA, how many mm. players, oh, right, yeah. just like from a recognition standpoint, face of their franchise standpoint, would you have to rattle off before you get to Tim Duncan? And right or wrong, I, I think if you were to go around and ask NBA fans, they might name off a couple different names. Well, he's not even the best big. He's not even the best big man ever. Duncan? No. 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 But I'm saying, but I'm saying currently, if you were to go, hey, name the best players in the NBA, is Giannis is the average NBA fan going to rattle off Giannis, even though they should? Well, you got to kind of know history a little bit because Kareem was pretty damn good. <laughs> you yes, just learned that like a month ago. Thank you very much. Good callback, Ashton. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm still putting <laughs> hey, that Kareem. I'm he still putting good, huh? Kareem over Giannis right now. Well, I, I mean. There are very few careers in NBA history you're taking over Kareem because it was so long. But just be aware, Giannis continues to click, 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 click closer to Kareem's career numbers. And obviously, as you learned a month ago, Kareem played for a long time. But then you can throw Wilt Chamberlain in there. These these 28-year-olds that are going to go down to the Deer District and suck them down like Coca-Cola tonight probably don't even know who Wilt Chamberlain is outside of the... I know. Everybody Chewy knows. Chewy was right. Holy. Chewy no was right. Am I right? I, I mean, the fact that he rolled the suck are you it talking in. About? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he rolled the suck it in and then look. The, there. That was a pretty complete sentence by our friend Chew over here. Look, is that one of more, his more like full, coherent, complete thoughts if, ever? 